for all three of you. Um, the Socceroos are one of the most culturally diverse squads at the World Cup. Nine players in the squad were born overseas. How much is it that is a reflection of multicultural Australia? And how exciting is that for all three to, to really represent what Australia is about these days? Yeah, I think, um, you know, our country is probably the best country in the world uh, when it comes to multicultural. And I think that's, that's shown now on the international stage, you know, um, with many people from different backgrounds. And you can see by our saying, um, many journey, one jersey, uh, that represents us. And I think it's just exciting times for Australia in general and for the world to see uh, what a great country we have. Yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's a good reflection on uh, the diversity and uh, the culture um, that Australia's, you know, that's uh, created. And also it's filtered in here with the Socceroos, you know, everyone's welcome, um, no matter what, no matter what background you're from. And, you know, as long as you work hard, opportunities will be given. So, yeah, we're, we're really happy to be here to represent Australia. And, uh, you know, we're going to do our country proud. Mark Schwartz, Alta Sport. Awa, how are you? I'm good, thank you, mate. Um, you obviously haven't played a lot of game time recently. How do you feel? And uh, where do you find yourself at the moment? Uh, are you ready to play come the first game? Yeah, um, it's been tough, like mentally, um, not to play uh, as many games as I would like. Um, and it was the wrong timing. You know, because I was playing a lot at the start of the season and building my rhythm. Um, but, you know, the positive side of this is <clears throat> I've been training like a, you know, a monster. So um, I think I'm, I'm, I'm really ready um, to, go, to go out there and, and do my thing for my country. And I think, you know, it was also good to get, I think, 70 minutes the other night before I came here. So there's no excuses now. I'm 100% I'm ready. Uh, Garang, I just want to ask you, how do you feel being here at the World Cup? Have you pinched yourself? Has it sunk in yet? Um, yeah, you know, it's a very exciting exciting experience for me. And, you know, obviously I've been watching the Socceroos for a long time. And the World Cup's the biggest stage, so that's just the way I want to prove myself. Yeah, Garang... Um over here, mate. Adam from News. How are you, man? Um, just how you've, you've managed to settle in and the two guys either side of you, how they've had to help, have they had to help, or have you just kind of blended in with everyone else and it's pretty chilled out even though it's a World Cup? Um, I think, you know, being a part of the team in September, you know, I'll be like, you know, meet a bunch of the boys. And obviously, Tommy and Awir, you know, they helped me settle in as well, you know, on the field and off the field you know, like, give me tips and that. So, you know, the, the settlement has been good. Have you nutmegged anyone in training? And Tommy, can you maybe give us an indication of what he's been doing in training as well? No, nah, not yet, not yet. <laughs> no, he's, he's been good, um, you know, since he's come in, uh, especially in the Brisbane camp and here. He's, um, you know, just a young kid that loves to play football and... 
you know, he's just full of confidence and, uh, you know, he's got a really bright future and we're just trying to help him, guide him in the right way. Uh, Garang, Emma Kemp here from The Guardian. Uh, congratulations on being over here. Um, just wanted to ask you, in terms of, like, mentors, um, is there anyone in particular or, or a few different people, perhaps, that you've <coughs> taken advice from, you know, as you've been through these last few months that have been quite intense? Um, I wouldn't say really mentors, but, you know, there's, there's people that just, you know, like, want to spur me in the right direction. So obviously my, my coach at Mariners, you know, my parents, older brothers, these two next to me, you know, you know, they all play a part in the way I the way I carry carry myself out and take everything in. So, you know, it helps. And just in terms of when you're on the field and how you, how you feel, I mean you seem to play with a real sense of freedom. Is that what's in your head at that time? You don't you don't seem to worry about pressure or, you know, anything external. What, what does it actually feel like for you when you're on the field? I um, just want to play well and create something and make an impact. Um, hi, guys. Joe Lynch here from ESPN. If I could be cheeky and maybe get all of you to give me an answer to this question. We've heard a lot from Arnie throughout this World Cup qualification cycle about Aussie DNA and Aussie fighting spirit. I've been asking a few of the boys, Fran, Jason, blokes that were born outside of Australia but have come to Australia and made it their home, what Aussie DNA means to them. What does Aussie DNA mean to you when you hear that? What emotions or attributes does it, do you think of? Um, I think it's a trick, isn't it? Um, Always, you know, because especially in our group, uh, not many people believed in us, and I think that we all always believed that we'll um, will be here. Uh, it was just a matter of finding uh, whatever way. Um, but I think us Aussies, we like it the hard way. Um, so that's I, I would say grit. Actually, um, that's that's the DNA we have, like never giving up and and forcing things. Uh, until we find what we need to find. Yeah, for me, I think it's uh, it's about sticking together, especially uh, in a World Cup. You know, it's a, a really a tough tournament, and you know we're going to need every player. And it doesn't matter, you know, what age you are. Just like Garang, it's about making an impact and uh, you know representing our country and, and making them proud. And can I also? ask for you, Awa and Garen, coming up against Benjamin Pavard, <coughs> Lucas Hernandez, Rafael Varane, like massive names in world football. Is there an intimidation factor there or do you sort of relish the opportunity to go up against these huge names and show what you can do in a Socceroo shirt? Um, for me, I don't fear anybody. Um, they, they're humans just like us. Um, obviously, they play at a high level, but you know, you can't you can't go into the game thinking, you know, um, giving them so much respect um, that you've already lost the game. Uh, you just got to go out there, do your thing, and do it to the best of your ability. And if it's your day, it's your day. If it's not your day, okay. But um, at least for me, I'm not scared of um, of facing anybody. Uh, so that's that's my mentality. Yeah, and I think just. I wouldn't say intimidation. I, I find it more exciting, you know, to see what you can do against players of that calibre. So just got to go into it with, a, with the right mindset and want to create something. 
uh, David Bashir from SBS. Thomas, you've had a great season in, um, in Japan. Some suggestion there may be a change of formation at the back. Where do you prefer to play? And have you sort of thought about the prospects of facing those, you know, awesome attacking players for France? Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very comfortable playing at right back. You know, in the Olympics I played there and, uh, you know, at Melbourne Victory I played there quite a lot. So for me, uh, I'm, I'm happy, I'm versatile to play at centre-back and at right back. Um, as long as I can help the team, is that's the most important thing to me. So um, if my name's called and I play right back, I'll take it. <laughs> Our, um, it appears when you came back uh, from the international against New Zealand, you didn't play except for that Copa del Rey match for, for Cadiz. You weren't punished for going over to play for Australia, were you? And, and how frustrating has it been to not get that, those minutes leading up to a World Cup? Yeah, it's, it's been a strange one because, um, you know, like I've talked to the coach there and hasn't really given me a reason. And I couldn't dwell on that. I just had to um, look forward to the future and... The future was a World Cup, and for me, I had to be in the best shape that I possibly can and what I can control. And that was my extra extra trainings uh, when I don't play. Uh, it was very frustrating because I know I can make an impact, um, and I know that, and I'm doing that every day in training there. Um, so for me, it didn't really make sense uh, why all of a sudden, you know, uh, I didn't uh, come on. Uh, especially for maybe two or three games in a row, and that was strange for me, but also brings a new challenge, um, you know, for me. So to, to develop my mind even more, uh, how do I deal with these kind of challenges, is something that I have to learn. Uh, I didn't take it well at the start, but now I know um, I have a good surrounding around me that advise me well. And I found a way to, to get the best out of my, my days, you know, every single day and what I can control and be happy with that. And then the rest, um, it's not up to me. Uh, hi, yeah, Terry Daly from AFP. I have a question for Aura as well. Um, in the run-up to the tournament, Graham Arnold said that your group was the group of dreams rather than the group of death. Would you not prefer to have a slightly less dreamlike group um, to start this tournament? <laughs> Um, no, it's a, it's a nice group. Um, you know, obviously it's like almost similar to the last um, the last World Cup. Uh, we were not there, but you know we watched it. Um, but it's a similar group. Only only Peru is not here. Um, but for me and us, you know, we see an opportunity uh, to to focus on us and of course to to try to get something out of this group. Uh, this. You know, I think Mark Schwartz was there when, when they last won the last World Cup, so well, last World Cup game. Um, so it's something that I want to to um, to experience, and then I can talk to him about it and say, yeah, maybe we're the next golden generation. So um, I think that's a big call. But you know, um, for us, we have a motivation to try to you know shock the world um, in our own style or way. So. We're really excited about the group and also I'm excited especially for the Denmark game because my girlfriend is from there um, and, um, and yeah, it would be nice to, to get one over them. Uh, Tracy Holmes, ABC. Um, thank you all for coming. I want to ask you um, about the impact that you have as a group inside a group 
And it's remarkable to think we're at a World Cup and the Socceroos actually represents the world in so many ways. But do you feel like, uh, as a group, you have added pressure on you because um, you're representing more than just one group, more than Australia, you're representing your heritage as well, and, and how that uh, plays into your motivations? That's I mean, for all of you. Yeah, I'll start it off. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's... Um it's anything to, to fear. Um, for us, it, it drives us, you know, it gives us motivation, you know, to do better, um, especially having so many young children that are looking up at us um, and, you know, they look to us as role models. Um, you know, we're just happy to be in this position, you know, to, to give them a pathway um, and, and to show them that, you know, your dreams are possible. Um, and as long as you work hard for them, uh, they'll be given, so, you know, just just be positive. Yeah, I think, you know, being able to represent, you know, different heritages and, you know, have have that role model, have, be, be that role model to many kids, you know, and show them that, you know, hard work can get you, to, get you somewhere. I think it's something that I hold close to me, and I just want to prove to, you know, kids, especially... You know, South Sudanese kids around the world that, you know, you can make something of yourself, his work. Yeah, I think, you know, both boys say it um, very well that, you know, we, we have a motivation to try to, you know, open that pathway for not just Australian kids, but also kids from our community, especially, you know, um, because sometimes it's easy to go down the wrong path, um, but when they can see, you know, people from their community um, representing uh, such a country, you know, I think it's something that, you know, as, as a kid, I wanted to see somebody, you know, from my community show me that way. So for us, it's only a motivation to, to try to push higher, you know, uh, so that these kids, <clears throat> because for, for sure there will be kids that will be better than us, but we just want to show them the way. Um, so that's, that's our motivation, to try to show them and be the leaders um, in everything that we do uh, when we represent Australia and everything in our clubs. And just as a follow-up, uh, I wonder if you look forward to the day when you don't have to answer questions like that, when, when these added questions um, that are put to you all the time, uh, where you can just be the same as everybody else in the team. Oh, but that's, that's what comes with it. Um, and I think we accept that because, you know, if, if there was no questions, then sometimes you can't find out, you know, uh, or you can't tell a story. Uh, because if, if we just sit here and then don't talk, uh, nobody would know our stories. They would just say, oh, they're quiet guys and things like that. But, you know, I think a lot, a lot of you guys know our stories, uh, where we come from, where our parents came from. Um, and, and that... We're proud of, you know, uh, we're proud to tell our story. No matter, no matter who asks the questions, um, we're going to be as honest as possible. Uh, nothing to filter because for us, it's just honesty. That's, that's the way we've been raised and that's the way we'll continue to do our things. Uh, Thomas, David Mark from the ABC. And just, again, following on from that, um, we see you guys mainly jogging at the moment because <laughs> we only get to you for 15 minutes, but... You seem to hang around together. Do the three of you have a particular bond because of your shared heritage? And if so, can you talk about that? 
Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, we have a, a strong bond between each other. Um, you know, we understand the sacrifices that our families have made. Um, and we know we've got very similar stories, you know, so that's, that's probably why, you know, we're always around each other. Um, but at, at the same time, like what Tracy said, I think it's, uh, it's good for us to speak and, you know, to, to answer questions and so that Australia can know our stories, you know, they can know our culture and, you know, what we're about as well. And Grant, can I ask you, just getting down to practicalities, can you tell us about the game you had yesterday? Um, it was 11 on 11, I understand. How long did you play for? What was the intensity like and so on? Oh, intensity was a killer. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still getting used to it. You know, the boys, you know, they play quick, you know, and the ball just zips around, so it's a whole lot of chasing. And how long did you play for? Well, we played like three, three, three sets of 13 minutes or something. So I just played all three of those. You know, had to like, we were trying to like mirror what France would do. So yeah, it was good. Guys, we have to finish with Japan. So we'll go Tom and then we'll go Steve and then we'll see where we're at after that. Uh, Tommy, I remember your debut in Kuwait. You and Owa, uh, Owa together and he scored. You were the first to celebrate with him. Um, you guys were excited enough after that game how have you managed to keep a lid on the excitement of the World Cup? Yeah, I think we're, we're a bit older now. We've got a bit more experience. Um, you know, obviously, you know, making our debuts uh, was a wonderful thing. Um, but it's about, you know, what, what we can do now. And um, I think we have a really good opportunity to, to do something great with this team. And, you know, um, yeah, we're just looking forward to, to this challenge. It's our first World Cup. Um, and, you know, I think we're, we really want to shock the world and, you know, we've got the quality to do that. It's just about believing ourselves. Awa, your time in the soccer has been uh, unbelievably emotional from that, from that debut through what you had to go through at the Asian Cup and, and now to a World Cup. Do you, do you have time to reflect on any of that or is it all about the moment? Yeah, I think the last word you say, that's, that's where I'm trying to be. Um, trying to be in the moment uh, and of course it makes it so special when you're here and when you arrive at the airport it kicks in because in the lounge when we're sitting there you see players you know um, from PSG and you're just sitting next to each other so you're like oh I'm at the World Cup you know um, so for me it kicked in the other day but at the same time I'm not trying to get ahead of myself I'm just trying to you know, enjoy every moment because I know once once I'm on that field, I'm really, really comfortable on the field. Um, like, that's where I'm the most comfortable because outside of it, yeah, I can be myself, but on the field is just where I express myself the most. Um, and I'm not afraid, really. I'm just trying to enjoy every moment. Greg, Steve Larkin, AP. There's so much hype externally about you. I'm just wondering if you feel that? Do you read it? Do you take any notice of it? And the follow-up, the prospect of being the youngest soccer to play at a World Cup, how does that sit with you? Um, yeah, I don't really pay attention to what really ha you know, what's, what's said around me and stuff. I'm mainly just focused on what I, what I do in the field and training and game and, you know, if, if, if I'm not playing well, I'm not going to look at what's on, on, online to cheer me up. What, what's in, what I do on the field is what makes me happy and what gives me the motivation to keep pushing forward. And the youngest Socceroo at a World Cup? Pardon? 
being the young, youngest Socceroo to play at a World Cup, that prospect, how does that rest with you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yet again, it's just, it's just like a label. You know, it doesn't really mean anything. I just got to perform in the field, and that's what, that's what, um, that makes me the player I am. G'day guys, Liam Fitzgibbon from, from Fox Sports. Just as a follow to that, Greg, can you give us any insight into your uh, conversations with Arnie this week? And are you trying to put a bit of pressure on reminding him that you can have a role to play uh, even against France? Um, yeah, you know, speaking with Arnie, it's been very, very, very chill, you know. He hasn't really said much, and I can just tell you, you know, he has plenty of belief in me. And I'm just going to keep training well and to prove myself. Last but not least, um, Garang, can you just tell me about the influence that the Central Coast Mariners have had on you and your family? Um, yeah, obviously, before I went to the Central Coast Mariners, I was playing NPL Tour in Victoria, so I was training twice a week, which, which was a killer for me, you know. I wanted to be training every day. So, and as soon as I came to the Mariners, I was training every day, which is what I wanted to do all my whole life, you know, in at 6 a.m., going at 9 and that's really where my my journey really started in terms of you know being a proper footballer. So you know the the impact it's had on me has been massive, and I'm just thankful for those of the Mariners that have that brought me in and have nurtured me all this way. Hey, 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 hey.